Good afternoon and welcome to Luana's Urban Voices. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, it's so exciting every time I get a um, get extra viewers, I'm sorry, listeners. I get extra listeners. It's really exciting and I really do appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to what I have to say. So, I'm not sure if many of you guys watch the news, but on Good Morning America on Tuesday, there was a black a interracial couple, black wife, white husband, and they live in Jacksonville, Florida, and they were having their home appraised um, to do a refinance so they can get a lower interest rate. The appraiser came out appraised their house for $330,000. And I think it was maybe three hundred and yeah, $330,000. And they were a little shocked because most of the houses in their neighborhood was selling between three fifty and four fifty, And this is hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that $100,000 makes a difference when you having your house appraised. So the um, wife, she's an attorney, and she's like, something just doesn't feel right about this, so let's have a second appraiser come out, but this time, I'll let my husband deal with it, because he's white, and I will remove any trace that he has a black wife. So she did that, and then her and her son went out to get something to eat. The appraiser came by, looked at the house, did the appraisal, and gave it an appraisal um, amount of $475,000. And she was shocked. It didn't just go up a few thousand dollars. It went up over a hundred thousand dollars because the first appraisal even though it's against the law for an appraisal um, worker to discriminate appraisers aren't monitored by anyone now the family can file a complaint because there is a fair housing law that went into effect in 1968 so of course they can file a complaint about what the appraiser did and why there was such a difference in price or a difference in the amount or value of her house so it made me think is this something that goes on quite often are black families homes valued less than the white counterparts in the exact same neighborhood that's very interesting to me. I want to know if that's something that goes on. So, you know me, doing my little research, and it turns out that this is um, something that happens quite often. So, there was a man in Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut, lived in a pretty affluent neighborhood. When he wanted to get his house appraised, he got the first appraisal it was a little bit low so he asked his white neighbor if he was standing for his house and um he removed any thing that said that the owner of the house was black had his white neighbor step 
and for him the white neighbor went through the appraisal and his house was appraised at a hundred and twenty thousand dollars more than the first appraisal and he was the black man in Connecticut was not surprised he kind of figured that was going on so he just wanted to be prepared and his white neighbor did that for him so then D.L. Ugly, the famous comedian said that happened to him back in 2000 and I'm like 2000 so 20 years ago he bought a mansion in whatever part of California he was living in he spent $500,000 on that mansion three years later he wanted to sell it had it appraised it was only worth $520,000 so it means that it only went up in value $20,000 the bank was like, uh, that doesn't sound right. We're going to send a different appraiser out. We're going to get the house reappraised. So the bank sent a different appraiser out. They reappraised the house and it was really worth $770,000. So I started thinking, what the heck? Every time I think that I'm good that you know we are trying to catch all of the racism that's going on in our country then you get hit with more and more racism and things that we don't think about so if you're not a homeowner and you never had your house appraised you wouldn't think that think about that all the appraisers in your state might not be black so I went to the website for our appraisal the real estate board that shows who our appraisers, appraisers are. And I could be wrong, but most of the names that came out, they were all white. And I was like, wow. So that's another business black people need to get into. We need to start being able to get certified to appraise homes so that black families have a black appraiser they can go to and get a fair assessment of their house I don't want a black appraiser to appraise my house for more than it's worth I just want to be treated fair and each time I feel like it's something crazier and crazier each time we have to deal with this this nonsense it's that's all I can say it's nonsense it's bullshit and it's so many things going on that we don't even realize because it doesn't impact your daily life so there's so much more racism going on than we even realize because it doesn't affect you it doesn't impact you so if you don't own a home then you never thought about your home being appraised in case you want to sell it. But now I'm like, wow. So I have to make sure I have a white neighbor come and do the appraisal for my house if I decide to sell. Or if I decide to refinance my house, I'm still going to need to call one of my white neighbors over and let the, uh, the appraiser deal with my white neighbor. Because this is, when I say ridiculous people, oh my gosh, I was so, I was so upset. And the attorney, she was, 
just as upset because she felt that her and her son had to leave and hide the fact that they lived there in order for her to get a fair assessment. And she needed the fair assessment in order to refinance her house correctly. So it was one of those things you you do it, it's degrading, it's suspect, but you got to do what you got to do to handle your business. And it just was, I don't know, it was just mind blowing that these appraisers, even though there's a Fair Housing Act in place since 1968, and we already know about the mortgage um, payments and how a lot of black people were duped into buying a house and um, how that all blew up and a lot of black families were getting denied. And then when they did get approved, they were getting approved on this ridiculous uh, payment plan for their mortgage. And then the mortgage all of a sudden blew up and then they couldn't afford it. And they, their homes were being foreclosed at a rate twice as high as the white counterparts. So people, we have got to get more involved in um, professions that we don't normally think about. And in order to be an appraiser, you do not have to have a college degree, but you do have to get a certification from the real estate licensing board in your state so they they have classes that you take which is about in texas it's like 30 40 hours of classes and then you work under a supervised appraiser for another like 100 hours and then you take your test and then you can become a certified appraiser and then all you have to do is take continuing education credits and pay your um, fee every year, every two years. So it's a fee every two years you pay and you can become a certified appraiser. This would be a perfect part-time job. This would be a perfect full-time job for someone who wants to work independently and wants to um, be their own boss. And I'm like, wow, we have to get into, we have to start looking at professions that we didn't normally um, pay attention to in the past. Private investigators, now real estate appraisers. Um, we have to get into fields that we just didn't think about because it doesn't affect our daily lives. But someone is being affected by the fact that there's a lack of color or a lack of minorities in certain professions. And that makes me wonder, what else am I going to find? I mean, you know, you're still lynching black people and deeming it suicide. We can't get a fair shake on getting our house appraised. We can't seem to not have to deal with the racist people um, coming up to us and throwing water bottles at us while we're walking and minding our own business. This is out of control. And 
I'm personally on my way to vote because I just don't think our country can survive another four years of Trump. Because if Trump is elected and and has another four years, we are going to end up in a racial civil war in our own country with the Aryan nation against the Black Lives Matter movement. I do know in the state of Texas, black gun owners, licensed black gun owners have increased. I also know that there is a shortage of guns and ammunition because white people are stockpiling, getting ready for this for Trump to win the election so they can continue going haywire on black people on minorities for no reason other than they think they're superior to us and the problem with that becomes this white people know that the only way they are superior to any race is because they try to use intimidation and violence and because they don't have a heart they will shoot and kill anybody to make a point they are bullies and they use scare tactics to try and control people they always say oh we're scared of black people well you're not scared of black people per se you just know that we can be smarter You know that we are stronger and that anytime we get into any activity with the white person, we're going to dominate that. The Williams sisters proved that black people were destined to play tennis. And even though Tiger Woods doesn't admit it, he proved that having black blood made him a better golfer. Um... Remember there was a time where all point guards in the NBA were white? And then we put we challenged that. Um, it used to be all quarterbacks were white. We challenged that. Um, we have such a dominant spirit. We are, when we put our minds together and put our minds in motion of what we want and we go after it, after that dream, after that goal, after whatever we want, we dominate. We get it done. And that is what scares white people. That is why they keep drugs in our community. That is why they try to lock up our black men three times faster than they will a white man. Because they know If we get the opportunity to mobilize and unify with each other and everybody gets on the page of wanting to do better, we will dominate them. And that is the scariest thing to a white person is an educated black person um, reading a book, um, not just hooping and hollering on rap songs. Whenever we get the opportunity to show what we can do, white people get nervous. And when they get nervous, they start the bully tactic.
They want to bully us. They want to force us to um, bend to their will. They want to start lynching us. They want to start beating us up because they know if given the opportunity, we should be running this country. We have been in bondage long enough that we should be able to take over and run this country. And that is what scares white people more than anything is the fact that they know we should be running this country and we can run this country. So guys, I'm just telling you for your own benefit, for your own knowledge, we have to get out there. We have to encourage our children into into political science. We have to encourage our children to get into real estate. We have to get um, our children appraising things. We have to put ourselves in positions to teach the next generation how much power they actually have. I sometimes think that the generation under us do not realize how powerful they are and the sacrifices made for them to have what power they do have it to me we we forget of all the sacrifices people have made so we would have the right to vote so we would have the right to be integrated so we would have the right to do whatever we wanted to do Obama, even though he was biracial, became a black president 40 years after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., who had a dream. And most of the people who marched with Martin Luther King never thought we would get a black president, a black first lady, um, a black first family. So it has happened. And now it's like, what do we do next? We have some people that are black within the Congress and within um, the House and the Senate, but we need more. We need to really represent our communities. Um, We need to get out there and do more. I had the, uh, the ability or I had the opportunity and the privilege of calling voters to remind them to early vote. I did that. And I didn't tell people who to vote for because I felt you need to make that decision for yourself, but just vote. Doesn't matter who you vote for, just vote. I would prefer you go the Democratic ticket, But, you know, some Democrats aren't worth voting for. But we have to make that decision because if you're not educated on what's going on in your state, then how are you going to vote what's in the best interest of yourself and your community? I have been all over the politics in my county all over the politics in Texas just to make sure that I'm voting for the right person. And like I said, today on my way home, I'm going to vote. 
And I am doing that today because I need to get it done. Each and every one of us listening to me needs to get out and vote. Because if we don't start making some changes and enforcing some rules, then what are we doing, people? We, we have to stand for something. We just can't continue. We just can't continue to follow the, you know, just say, oh, well, that's just how it is. That's what we have been conditioned to do. Just say, well, that's just how it is. That's just the way it is. That's how it's always been. No. It is time for us to stand up and make some new rules. Challenge this protocol that we live in. And make a difference. Because the fact that this woman married to her white husband had to remove all of their family pictures from the wall just so that an appraiser can give them a fair price for their house is sad. The fact that a the fact that a black man who owns his home had to ask his white neighbor if he would stand in for him so his house could get appraised fairly. Come on now. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. And I'm just beyond shocked. I just can't believe this is where we are. So everybody, I appreciate it as always listening to Luana's Urban Voices. All I'm asking is that you guys continue Continue to um, do your due diligence and make sure that not only are we supporting black, buying black, shopping black, that we are out there teaching the next generation what type of jobs they can get. Because not everybody's meant to go to college and get a degree. And if you're not meant to go to college and get a degree, then guess what? There are jobs out there where you can make a really good living supporting your family and you don't have to have a degree we need to start getting our children into different type a different type of mindset that this is what we have to do to be in our own community if we want to really show that we deserve we deserve to be here but if we really want to show these white people that we are not taking this anymore i encourage you to become to become a gun owner i encourage you to look at professions that are dominated by white people for so long for no real reason and then get into those professions so that we can have a voice and we can have an opportunity to be fair all I want is to be treated fair I don't want special treatment and every time you mention to somebody white about the unfair treatment the first thing they say is that oh my gosh you want special treatment no I don't want special treatment I just want to be treated fair that's it 
I want to be paid fairly. I want to be treated fair. I want to get the same pay that my white counterpart gets for doing the same job and sometimes a better job. So that's what I want. I'm not asking for people to, to give black people. We're not asking for special treatment. We don't need special treatment. What we need is to be treated fairly. And that's it. If you treat me fairly, then there would be no need for special treatment. If you were just fair. So, um, that's, that's a whole different issue. The, you know, all of the biases that you get when you are asking to be treated fair. Oh, we have to meet this quota. We have to have so many black people at work or in school or on a scholarship. If you were just being fair, we wouldn't have a need for any of that. Just take the best candidate, whomever that may be, and it can't always be the white person. He can't always be the best candidate. So just take the best candidate and then we wouldn't have so many of these issues. But as we know, our country is still very racist and we have a long way to go. And in order for us to make a difference, we got to be involved. So go out there, vote, get involved in your community, and let's make a difference. Thank you for listening to Lawana's Urban Voices. You guys have a wonderful day.